0: Fantasy booking at its finest. Neil and Sean go back in time and rewrite some of the biggest moments in wrestling history. From WWE to AEW and more. Join us on our journey as we repave the path of wrestling as we know it. On this episode of From Corner to Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, From Corner to Corner proudly brings to you your podcast champions of the world the big dog Braxley Ace, the bad AJ Peyton Jacks, the old school podcasters. That's
1: pretty good. But it wouldn't be complete if I didn't finish with, and if you're not down with that, we got two
0: words for you.
1: Please listen. Please listen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I figured since it was part two, that I would just go ahead and do part two of the intro. That was, that was pretty good, I thought. So. I mean, it was okay. And, and I went back with the uh, made-up stage names. He <laughs> gave us our NXT names, that's right? How, right? That's how they figure out names for them. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go back to it because I couldn't remember which one was which.
1: Well, when you started talking, I was like, who the heck is he talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, guys, we're back for episode two. We got Adam back with us again this week. And, uh... We've reached a milestone,
1: episode twenty.
0: Episode twenty, of this particular show. Right, that's a big deal, right?
1: I mean, I would think so.
0: I'm kind of pumped about it.
1: I mean, we've started. I think July twenty second was our first episode.
0: Wow, I, I was I was I was curious. I I didn't actually. You know, I think it was July twenty second. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Neither one of our wives thought we'd stick with it more than two weeks. My
1: wife just tickled (laughs) to death that we stuck with it this long.
0: I mean, it's to the point now that it was like, are you seriously going to go do that again? To the point that, honey, we're recording tonight, just so you know. Are you eating supper? Probably not. Okay. That's where we are. Was that right?
2: July 24th. Ah, it was close. July 24th. July
0: 24th. Wow, and here we are, December fourth. Wow.
1: I mean, you know, we're several months in at this point. We're
0: old old hats at this thing. Almost a full six months into this. Almost. I, I I'm pretty proud of that. Seems like it's been so much longer, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, so and your weekly
1: intros make you feel <laughs> even that much longer.
0: Hey. Look. I give what the fans ask for is all I'm doing.
1: <laughs> I mean, you are right. We do have fans asking.
0: It started out as a joke. And it has become something now that people are literally tuning in for to hear. And Adam won't even get to pop these, 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 these two past weeks. Oh, no, still no I'll, I'll still pop.
2: <laughs> Don't ever doubt that.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cool to, to hear from multiple people going, you know, it's really cheesy. But you have to tune in to see what you're gonna do, right? And I just think that's cool. Uh,
2: you got the intro. Your stay safe, friends. It's kind of like <laughs> Ron Burgundy and Anchorman. Stay safe, friends. <laughs> stay classy, San Diego. I mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that and his old school. I'm kind of an old uh, school guy. I don't know. M-
2: my hands cramping up. Yeah, <laughs> <I never laughs> which
0: is which is why I went with the old school podcasters. You know, I was like, wow, well, I don't know, and then I'm like, that's it. You know, so I, yeah, so I wrote all that out this afternoon. But, but, anyways, just to kind of a short recap part one of the episode, we talked about Survivor Series, we did our missing the marks, and then we kind of talked a little bit on the current status of wrestling as it is and basically what the show format is. We're not going to do any kind of recaps or missing the marks in this episode, we're just going to spend most of this show talking about the meat and potatoes of what the whole premise of this was. Right. So the idea that we came up with this show a long time ago, like I I don't remember exactly what it was, but I know where this show came from. This show came from one of those arguments that we were having with, with Adam about AEW and WWE. And then it just kind of got the wheels turning of like, well, let's just kind of look at it, right. right? So I've got some numbers that you know that that we can go over on that part of it. I think you've got some things that you've been saving for this show as well, and it's not going to be a crap on Adam and AEW thing. It's just we want to. Everybody has their thing, right? So we kind of teased this at the very end of the last episode, where you said you tune in. At eight o'clock on Monday night to do that, the ratings Raw gets the ratings, SmackDown gets their ratings. Now, one of the reasons why SmackDown gets their ratings is is because they're on Fox, which is on an antenna. Right, right. So people that only have an antenna only have seven or eight channels to choose from. So that's one of the reasons why they draw. If they were cable only, I've I bet that number would be closer to the 1.5 number that Raw draws. I would I would guess. I don't know. I might be completely wrong. But I do know that that's one of the main reasons why Fox wanted it, is to be able to put that out there to compete against Friday night stuff. Right. And so I think you're right. People are ingrained in 8 o'clock on Friday night, I'm watching SmackDown. 8 o'clock on Monday night, I'm watching Raw. 8 o'clock on Wednesday night, I'm watching Dynamite. I don't know that the Rampage is is going to survive.
1: Well, I think Rampage is on too late. 10 p.m. on a Friday night.
0: night. It's not necessarily the fact that it's 10 p.m., but we've already spent two hours watching SmackDown. So it's almost like watching Raw again, another three hours of wrestling on the same night.
1: Well, and you and I have had this conversation, and I'm sure this has been something. Like, Turner is synonymous with 605 on the Superstation. Why Rampage isn't on 6.05 on Saturday nights blows my mind. Tape it the exact same time that you have been. Air it at 6.05 on a Saturday night. Have it 55 minutes. It's over at 7. I think it's golden.
0: Well, you you just touched on something that I think is hurting Rampage. They're taping it. The first couple of episodes was live and the numbers were big. Mm -hmm. And then they started taping it. We don't live in a world now where a taped product is going to be successful on TV. Right. There's too many fans. It's the same fans that are there for Dynamite. Right. They're tweeting it out. Right. I mean, you're not going to stop them from tweeting out the results. Right. So if you already know what the results of Friday night is, why would you tune in to watch it? Right. Because sure. a lot of times, I mean, you don't watch a lot of wrestling, but you look at the results every morning. Every morning. You know? So that I think I think that's a lot of their problem right there.
1: With with that with that specific program, right? Absolutely.
2: Right. Yeah. A few weeks ago, when they were in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. I had a buddy go. He came back to work Thursday morning. He said, "You want to know what's going on on Rampage?" I said, "You know what? 10 p.m. on a Friday, I'm not staying up." Right. Tell so me. yeah, <laughs> tell me. And he told me the whole show. Right. Yeah. And until you move that right to 6:05 on a Saturday.
0: You're going to be ruined every time. Or, or, or just go ahead and make Dynamite three hours long. But I, I don't... No,
2: nobody that. wants three hours. Yeah. Raw is <laughs>
1: well, and, and one thing. I wish Raw would get away from three hours. Yeah. And I think if they got away from three hours, it would really make the entire show better. I think there was a couple of weeks ago, they put the stats up actual wrestling time on the programs. And something stupid... It was probably a couple months ago. Raw had like 18 minutes of in-ring wrestling time on a three-hour program. 18 minutes of in-ring wrestling time.
0: Yeah. Well, was it that uh, did you tell? Was it you, Adam, that texted the other night that the Becky Lynch Charlotte match lasted longer than the entire Queen no, of the Ring tournament?
2: No, it was the uh, entrance time. Oh, the entrance. The oh, entrance. Time I misread time of that. The <laughs> men's. Survivor Series match was 18, 19 minutes, which was one minute shorter than the whole Queen tournament. And that was pretty
1: much all. I mean, it was, what was it, half on Raw, half on, half on SmackDown? Or was it all on Raw?
0: The tournament? Yeah. The Queen? No, no it was on both shows.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, so <clears> you <throat> have three hours. If if you have talent that can't go out and give you a 10-minute match, then now to be future endeavored. Right. Like, you you have a three-hour program. If Dewdrop and Zelina Vega can't go out and give you ten minutes, then they don't need to be on the show. Right. And listen, Zelina Vega, God bless her, she's terrible, okay?
0: And they're the tag jams now.
1: She should be on AEW with either Malachi or Andrade. Like, she doesn't need to be a performer in the ring, okay? I'm glad that you're in there trying Hang it up.
0: Her sunset flip move is the only one I've ever seen that has a three-second pause at the top. She gets onto the move, sits there, and then does the flip. Right. I mean, it's like that should all kind of work well, together.
1: She hit Dewdrop in the finals of the of the Queen of the Ring, uh, Queen's Crown, or mm-hmm. whatever they call it, tournament, with the, you know, the Tequila Sunrise, Sunset Flip thing, and Dewdrop – Flipped herself and sold that. That shows you what kind of athlete Dewdrop is. Mm-hmm. Dewdrop, I think, is a lot better than they
2: give her credit for. Well, first they need to
1: change her name back to Piper Nevin. <laughs>
2: like right. we all know. Right.
1: Yeah. That again, they used the random name generator and Dewdrop. Yeah. But change her back to Piper Nevin. She's good in the ring. Like, mm-hmm. there's enough female and you know, we talked back
0: She's a better wrestler than Nia attacks. Yeah.
2: yeah. Absolutely.
1: I mean, we talked about the uh, SummerSlam match where Becky came down, sucker punched Bianca, and won the belt, what, like 27 seconds. Mm-hmm. If if Carmella's not good enough to have a match, or if she's not, she's a heel, she's not supposed to be over with the fans. The fans booed immediately when she came out. If she can't give you a 10-minute match, she doesn't need to be there. Right? Like, I... Th- I'm okay with you know cutting off the fat and you know tr- trimming off people that can't cut it, but we have to also give these people time. How do we know what these what, what these women can do when they don't get time? I mean, the women used to only be on pro wrestling, especially WWE, as eye candy. Mm-hmm. They would be half naked and d- doing some sort of vulgar, raunchy segment, and that was the attitude era, summed up right there. But now, with your Charlottes and your Beckys and your Thunder Rosas and your Britt Bakers, you know, there's legitimate wrestlers that are females.
0: Mm-hmm. And Jordan and Grace.
1: That were just treating like they're nothing. It's like, give them time. I, I don't know. I, I, that's one of my biggest, the, the women's division And their treatment of the women's division in WWE is one of my biggest complaints with the WWE right now. That and tag team wrestling, they they care nothing about either one of those two things.
0: Right. Well, and most of the tag teams are guys that have been thrown together. Right. I mean, in all honesty.
1: Well, and I mean, you know, so, so, so one of the things that we talk about AEW all the time is that everybody's involved in a faction. There's factions and tag teams, and that's all it is. That's all well and good. It's fine. They 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 have a lot of wrestlers on there, and that's the only way you're going to get most of the people TV time. But what kills AEW is the women's division. Their women's division is getting better. You add you add Ruby Riot. You add uh, Thunder Rosa. You know if you can go out and snag a uh, Mia Yim, or you can snag Taya Valkyrie. You know you you snag some of these women who are good. You're going to increase it. But, you know, the common thing was, well, Charlotte's going to leave and she's going to go to AEW. What for? Like, the women's division's not good enough for her to go there yet. She would have zero competition.
0: Yeah, her and we're... Britt
2: Baker would put on a good show, though. They, they would, but how, but you can only but watch them sometimes. But
0: Britt right. is still two levels below Charlotte.
2: Uh, absolutely.
0: Charlotte would make it a good match because Charlotte's that good. Yeah. If Charlotte wanted to make it a good match. Right. But...
1: It would be a good match, and, and I and I and I really do. And her DMD thing gets over as as hot as anything going
0: right now. So well, this is one of those things that that I that just is a good segue, right? The the getting over thing. One of the things that I do love about AEW the most. You sent us that that tweet this afternoon of when Jericho couldn't have his music. And he comes out and he's, he's going against MJF and the and the crowd is fully screaming to the top of their lungs, singing his intro. That would have never happened in the WWE. We don't have those types of fans. No,
1: they would have piped in sound.
0: Yeah, they're, they're not as invested, right? The fans in AEW are, for one thing, sure. They are invested in their wrestlers. I think it's, it's cool that Jurassic Express the the song that they play is just an old song that I mean, you
1: don't get much older than Wild Thing.
0: <laughs> right. And then and then you got Wild Thing with uh Johnny Moxley. Those songs were chosen on purpose, right? Cuz old school wrestling right was it wasn't made up songs. It was it was songs that you heard on the radio, and they do a lot of that with that. And what that ha- what happens with that is, is you get the fans singing along. Well, I mean, and then you get that whole arena experience. Is
1: there anybody in the continental United States that doesn't know the chorus to "Wild Thing"?
0: If they are, they've been living under right, a rock. Like,
1: I mean, so when when Moxley comes out and you "Wild Thing."
0: I mean, it was made famous with. Wild uh, Thing. Yeah. The Major, <laughs> Major League. Major League is what made that famous. Right. But. Wild Thing. But yeah. Charlie Sheen.
1: Yeah. That is definitely one of the things that it's, it, we always come back to that when we're talking AEW is that they have that connection with the fan. So, as an AEW fan, how did they get that
2: connection? It was just so different than WWE at first. And I think that's kind of what's drawn a lot of people in. It was just change. Like, we all, I'm a little younger than you guys. My childhood. A lot younger than him. uh, (laughs) My childhood was the Monday Night War. WCW, WWF. See what was going on. You get AEW coming in. Hey, can they compete? Right. And then they do the first show. Cody smashes the throne. And you're like, Okay, shots fired. Shots fired right. right off the bat.
1: Right, and that's just kind of what got me. Right, and, and I and I think that I think you hit on when you said it's different. It was, and for a long time, you know, we talked about all these wrestlers. When Cody Rhodes left the WWE, he had nowhere to go. Oh, he was terrible. Stardust. And, and it, well, he, it was a terrible gimmick, but he had like there was no other program for him to go to. He went and did some work with Ring of Honor. They're not on TV. He went over to Japan, New Japan. They're not on TV. There were no options. If you wanted to be on TV, when when WCW closed down in 02, you had one option. And that was WWE. Like, you either do WWE or you don't do any at all. And so you had a lot of wrestlers that would hang around. I mean, TNA did did have TV time for a little while. But... They had poor management, and it ended up, you know, flopping. But if you wanted money and you wanted to be on TV, WWE was only was the only game in town. I enjoy that AEW has now come around to give people another option, and and we've talked, and all three of us agree that any time pro wrestling can be at the top of ratings, no matter the day, is a good day.
0: One hundred percent, and I, I think, one of the things that is appealing to AEW is they do kind of go back to that old school mentality on a lot of that stuff. And that's because, you know, Cody was raised by Dusty Rhodes, you know what I mean? So the records, you talked about that in last week's episode, you know, having the records is 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 kind of a cool thing. Um, they're not flipping titles or around every time you turn around. It's almost like in WWE – Okay, you're going to be the champion. You got six months, and then we're going to turn it over again, right? I mean, that's a long run.
1: And 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 you and you got your six months. And if you don't make it work in that six months, we're going to cut you short, right? The fact that AEW has been around, you know, and and I'm going to say this, and you're like, well, there's there's four world champions in the two years. Well, that's six months, but it's different. Like, I mean, Chris Jericho, obviously no brainer, was the first world champion. Like it's somebody. But I mean, they've
0: technically been around since twenty nineteen. Isn't
2: that two years? It's twenty twenty one.
0: Well, I mean, we're. I'm not. Was
2: Jan- it? it? was January first. Was their first show? Right. So, so, so twenty nineteen. I mean, so, 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 so we're
0: closing almost it on two. three. Yeah, yeah. Closing okay. on three years. But that whole first year was just pay per view stuff. You know, the the couple of but pay-per-views. I mean,
1: but you but you find your guy with name recognition, a guy that's been major star in the WWE future Hall of Famer, and I I still to this day don't think he has a bad relationship with Vince McMahon, and he's even said, before he went to AEW, he called Vince and said, hey Vince, this is, because he said, I owe it to Vince to let him know, because he had told Vince he would never wrestle in the United States again. And I don't
0: think he had any intentions on doing it, but Vince wanted him to come back to the, you just made the list routine, and he wanted to do something different. Right. He enjoyed what he did. In New Japan. Uh, New Japan.
1: He was the where, where he was the pain maker. Yeah. And he liked being able to have that and being a little edgy. And and the AEW thing came along. He called Vince and told him, Vince, I, like, I have enough respect for you to let you know this is what I'm going to go do. And I think Vince wished him well. So, I mean, ultimately, I think Jericho's one of these guys that whenever he retires, whenever that is, I think he'll take his rightful spot AEW probably have a hall of fame by then. He'll be in the AW hall of fame, and he'll take his spot in the WWE hall of fame. I, I mean, if he there's no reason for him not to be, but he makes a lot of sense to be your first world champion. I think. I, th- I mean, you could have put it on Cody, but that would have almost been too cheesy at, the, at that point. If Absolutely. Cody would have been the first world champion, it'd be like, okay, well here it's now. It's just the same old same old,
2: same predictable stuff here. We and go. and we,
1: you know, Cody's in charge. We know he's in charge. And, oh, oh, he's going to book himself as world champion.
0: Well, I mean, I have heard more than once that everybody knows that Cody's not going to book himself to lose on an AEW pay-per-view. So I, I have said that.
1: You did say You said it to us. And that, that win doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I think it would have made more sense to give Black and Andrade the win. Yeah. Well, while we touched on Cody, it'll be interesting to see. I don't believe for a second he'll never be AEW world champion. I think he will be AEW World Champion. It'll be interesting. Somebody asked him about it recently in an interview, and he said, "I told you that that when I lost or if I lost, I would never challenge for the title again." And I'm a man of my word. He followed that up with, "But if Tony Khan decides that he wants me to challenge for the world title, then that's Tony's decision."
2: And we—that's something we've seen recently. Tony Khan come out and say. That he's kind of took a little more creative right. control over, and and I think he has. i I've, i I've, but
1: it didn't make good business sense for you to be a legitimate company and you just let everybody just uh, just do your own thing because you got to have some cohesiveness, you got to have some you know some unity, some you know things that make sense. If everybody's kind of doing what they want to do, you know, you you, you 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 can go off the rails really quickly. And, and
0: we've we've talked about, we touched about this a little bit because we I remember us talking about it a week or so ago that. Like, is Tony Khan, though, the right person to be at the top on that? Because, I mean, he's a wrestling fan. He is. But do you really want Tony Khan being your final call on the creative? Because AEW struggled in the numbers here recently, and we kind of fell back to the thought of, is it the creative that's causing that struggle? They're so bent on trying to beat WWE's numbers that they're not focusing on what they're doing. And it's like, you're not going to beat SmackDown. It's not going to happen.
1: Not right now. I mean, maybe in five years if they're still still plugging along hard like
0: they are. If the WWE sells, like there's rumors that it's going to happen, That could be devastating to the WWE as a whole, right? But that's a big if, right? The best thing for AEW to do, and you've done this on missing the marks multiple times, focus on what you're good at.
1: You do, you boo boo.
0: We have spent 20 minutes bragging about how awesome AEW does connecting to their fans with their music and their and their writing. And, and their storytelling. You mentioned that in the last episode. And it's something
1: that, that, that we've talked
0: about. And, and and that, us as wrestling fans, they're checking those marks off. But some of their creative is questionable. I.e., example from last week. Did Daniel Bryan really need to be the guy that gets turned to, to go against Hangman Page? There are other heels on the show, why would MJF not be a good choice for that? Do, Everybody
2: know? knows MJF's not going to win the title. That's where I think that came in. It could M- be. MJF don't need a title. I don't, I, he, I, do, I, he does I, not. He, he has I not tend to win. agree. I, I don't think. I'm,
0: MJF. Which, which, which basically says we don't want Hangman Page beating MJF.
2: It, exactly.
0: MJF's going to be CM Punk's first loss, I would say.
1: Mm-hmm. You think... Oh, you think MJF's beating CM Punk? Yeah. Okay, all right. They're starting a program. And and, it, and it's going to be great. It, it, it's going to be great. Because MJF... Two of the best mic workers ever in the business. Well, and MJF's to the point now where he's like... Roman? Isn't Like, anytime he's in a program... Anytime Roman's in a program with somebody, it immediately elevates that program. And he's got... And, he, and, and I think Roman always had the ability but now he has the confidence and believes that hey, I can carry this on my back. I'm that good. MJF didn't ha- didn't need the confidence. He knew he was that good. Mm. He just needed the chance. Right. Uh, you know, his work in MLW was great work, but he was ne- nowhere near the star he is now. Right. And and he's MJF
2: all the time. Oh, Twitter, Facebook, which you don't see which makes it
0: fantastic. Unbusted open I mean, he legit had heat with Bully Ray when he was on Busted Open. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, he was at the meet and greet, which he hates doing. Does he really hate doing it, or does MJF, the character, hate doing it? It's so good that you can't tell. And some guy was like, man, you're my favorite. You're, you know, how are you doing? And he's like, how am I doing? I'm a lot better than you. The The gentleman was in a wheelchair. And he says, I can do this, and he stands up. I mean, this was in front. There people everywhere. That's the kind of heel that MJF is.
0: And if the dude in the wheelchair knows who MJF is, he loved that.
1: I'm sure he. Yeah. I'm sure he marked out because it's like MJF just punked me. Like that's fantastic. Yeah.
2: There for a while, he was doing things on Twitter where he would post thirsty girls DMing him on Instagram <laughs> saying, "Please insult me." <laughs> He's like, "I'm not doing this." Right.
1: I mean, but so. That program is going to be fantastic. MJF is one of the things that AW has gotten one hundred percent right.
0: Um, so MJF is the real life Dick's Last Resort. You know, absolutely. When, you, when you go in there, they insult you and stuff like that. People yeah. DM and going, "Please give me an insult." But the like, best. that just says, "Write insult on my hat." But the <laughs> best
1: thing is, is he does it backhanded. Like it's like I don't mean to be mean, but right.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I don't I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but
0: the classic no offense but. No offense Well you but. can't just say no offense and then assault <laughs> but, someone but that's but, what it means. But, right. but I said no offense. Right. Yeah, right. I said no offense.
1: A, and, and and you know, and of course now he's got the gimmick with, you know, twenty twenty four, my contract's up, I'll do business with anybody. Right. He's not leaving AEW. They're not gonna let him leave. Uh, because Vince would ruin his character. Uh, but that's one of the things they've done really well. And, um, and to, to kind of segue that, Tony Baloney says, and I call him Tony Baloney for this one specific comment. When AEW started, he said, we're not going to sign every talent WWE releases. And then they've gone out to sign every talent that WWE has released. Plumb down to Kalisto did a match the other day. I don't know that he's, it, it may just be a handshake deal. Kalisto has no business in AEW. And my fear is, is if we keep, and, and, and you touched on the money issue. Uh, one, one of these days, all these bills are going to come due. Mm-hmm. Two, if you're not careful, your homegrown talent, your MJFs, your, um, your Luchasaurus, your uh, Jungle Boy, Brian Pillman Jr. even. you know These guys that are homegrown talent, the Dark Order, Wardlow. All your homegrown guys that may have been indie indie guys but come elsewhere, they're going to slowly get overlooked because guys like Punk are going to get TV time. Adam Cole's going to get TV time. Daniel Bryan's going to get TV time. You know, if you bring in Kevin Owens, he's going to get TV time. If they bring in Kevin Owens, I think if that's where Kevin Owens wants to be, fantastic. Like Kevin Owens is so good, I just want him to be on TV and and in meaningful matches. My biggest my biggest knock is. When Tony comes out and he says we're not going to sign every WWE wrestler. And then he goes out and signs every double. I mean Bobby Fish is a walking injury. Yep. Don't ruin don't take TV time and roster space with Bobby Fish.
2: They actually used him with Adam Cole. I know. Was like, we need to handle business. Right. I mean so are we
1: are I mean are we going to see O'Reilly and Roderick Strong join them eventually? I mean
0: Maybe. Know. It's like, we started out in Ring of Honor, we circled through WWE, and we wrapped back around to the the daddy of Ring of Honor, which is <laughs> a, you know. Right. So, good segue. This is one of the things that that got me on this whole idea of us doing this show. Mm-hmm. Because we got to We were talking about how they're signing everybody. This is... Not reflective of the most recent releases. So I'm not going to try to do the math and figure out who got done whatever that. Just for, just to know. So Raw has 38 men on the roster, 12 women. SmackDown has 35 men on the roster, 11 women. NXT, NXT UK, 205 Live have 42 men and 23 women. That totals up to 115 men and 36 women. AEW has 127 men and 35 women. 26 of those that I can tell are more recent WWE people. Right. Okay? So just think about that. They got 12 more men and one basically the same amount of women on... Four hours of TV less time each week. Well, and if you count 205 Live, I'm not real sure how much TV time NXT uh, UK they an and, hour. and Live get. They, they,
1: they, both okay. those programs get an hour.
0: So three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine hours of weekly, program. weekly programming for WWE versus three hours of AEW, and you're outnumbering them by 12 people.
1: Right. Well, I mean, and I think that goes back to, TV time, they don't have there's there's only so many hours.
0: Right. Which is one reason why you why you said there's that's why there's so many factions man, in order to just be able to when I sent you those numbers last week, you were astonished by that.
2: And I even told you, I was like, Well maybe they use some on Dark and Elevation, which is like the Right, YouTube their YouTube thing. Used. Yeah. I think those are an hour piece. Honestly, I've never watched right, Dark or right. And I went looking into it and I was like
0: yeah, because that's how I said, well, that's your assignment.
2: <laughs> he told me, he said, look it up. See how many people. I mean, Chris Statlander, who's with Orange Cassidy and all them. She's on Dart. Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus. Right. I'm like, so you're, using the same the sa- you're using the same people. Right. The- no, there was a lot of people that don't get the main screen time. Right. Thing but a lot of their big matches and main events right. are the same people you're seeing on Dynamite. And I, I think you
0: you have to have the draw. Yeah. The draw is not going to be for the guy that's 127th ranked on the show.
1: Right. And I mean so so you do there has to be a fine line there. And I think part of the growing pains in trying to figure this out is going to be finding that finding that medium. You're going to have to obviously you want your draws to be on Dynamite. I mean, yep. Dynamite's their flagship show. You and want them he, to be on Dynamite.
0: While it sucks when WWE makes these cuts, what was it you said the other day when I sent you the list of those nine people that got cut? Boring. It's like that's about as boring a list. That's
1: about as boring a list of releases that you could have.
0: And like we John talked Morrison about, was the
1: biggest name. Right. Yeah,
0: we talked about, and he hadn't been he hadn't and been he on there since he, yeah. since he since
1: yeah. he introduced the drip stick.
0: Well, <laughs> him, him and. Uh, Miz started a feud and it never went anywhere because I think Miz got re-injured maybe.
1: He was on Dance with the Stars. I think
2: that's what took
0: him to Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Um, it's just kind of one of those things that when you don't take the time to build characters, like with Hit Row, we mentioned Hit Row on last week's episode. I mean, where were they going to go? Right. You, you You introduced them on NXT...
1: For a a cup of coffee.
0: Did the draft, had them on SmackDown, had them on Raw in a three-month, four-month period? Six months at best. Never, I mean, maybe had five matches? How the heck are you going to do anything with them? So, while I hate that they lost their job, they don't need to be signed by AEW. They're not that talented. And and I think it's just the fact that we've seen recently WWE is trimming that fat a little bit easier. AEW hasn't got to the point where they started trimming fat because eventually Tony Bloney is <laughs> is going to be like I've hey, got to let me look at
1: these these numbers aren't adding
0: up. I'm paying people that are not being on TV. Right. Why am I doing that?
1: Yep. Well, and, you know, we t- we, t- we talk that right now it's a big deal. And and out of the, out of the past releases, you look, Cross is going to get signed somewhere. I tend to think Cross is probably going to go to Impact. The most likely star I think that could come to AEW, and I think he would do well, would be Keith Lee.
2: I'm not a fan of Keith Lee. What? I, I, Bearcat, whatever you want to <laughs> call him. I'm not a fan. Keith Lee
1: is a big man who's able to move in the ring, AEW doesn't have a lot of those. That's true. So I think he I think and I think Mia Yim comes with him. Mia Yims an instant boost to the women's division. Uh, when he said that number of women, it surprises me. Their women's division is so bad. They don't need probably half those women on the roster.
2: I mean, you've got two of them that just walk around with Britt Baker. Right. Rebel and Hater right. James and, and, Hater. and and And, like, you've got to have those kind of people.
1: You
0: have to. Because, you well, they have them on there. They don't even use them. They only right. use 10. Right. And then, and the, uh, the very first AEW Women's Champion, has she ever been seen since she lost the title?
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. She was, a couple weeks ago, she was in a match to, uh, it was, was going to be the her
2: TBS championship, right? She was in the tournament. Well,
1: she was in the tournament, but it was going to be, like, her 100th match or her 100th win. That's right. And uh, that's yeah. when Thunder Rosa turned. Yep. Thunder Rosa turned beat her, which Thunder Rosa is really good. Yeah, Thunder sure. Rosa beat her, and uh, then attacked her after the match and turned and turned heel. Um, but that's the first time. I'm I'm not a I'm not a regular watcher, but I watch often enough to know that hey, I haven't seen her yep. since. And I mean, and then you had then then you had Nyla Rose who was second, and. She got involved with Vicky Herrero, and then she's basically basically not, non yeah. yeah. Um And there's currently nobody on the roster that's going to take the belt off of yeah. Britt Baker. I don't think.
0: By the way, I didn't get a chance to say this. I was a huge fan of Keith Lee up until he won the two belts, and then they destroyed him.
2: When he sent Adam Cole flying through the stands, that was great.
0: I mean, <laughs> he it was he was extremely over. We've talked about this though. I don't know. Something happened to him. I don't know. I know he got sick, but like he just went from not being able to wrestle, and he—he. He, I don't think he was trying to stay in shape, and that kind of stuff will not fly in the WWE. Right. So, <clears throat> I think
1: AEW, like, and then you think about the Dark Order. They had all their eggs, of course, in Brody Lee's basket. Brody Lee was a fantastic talent, um, and it—and it crushes me. That he that that he passed away with so much left to give, but they've just kind of squandered the the dark order away,
2: and that is why I keep hoping Bray White comes right because if anybody's going to leave the dark dark order, why not Bray? Well, Wyatt? they
1: they t- for a little while it was kind of Hangman Page was
2: like the de facto leader, and it like that doesn't make sense. But it was because all his friends turned on him. All, and yeah. He had the battle with he, alcoholism. He and had to, he had to have the. You
1: know, he had to have a group of guys, and they were the group of guys. Yeah. Um, but and they were masked for a while, and now they're not, so half a mark and Ten. I think might be the only
2: yeah. one still wearing a mask.
1: And then you got Colt Cabana in, and I'm, he de- he's never made sense. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm like that. I think that gets back to the creative and the storytelling. Like they're missing they're missing the mark. No pun intended on that. And a lot of these, I think, are just new company problems. I mean, I know that you said that they've been around since uh, they had their first deal January 2019. So we're going on three years. And two years of a weekly program, I think, or at least 18 months. And so while it's been they're still relatively young. I mean, Tony Khan obviously has never run a company before. Uh, Cody Rhodes has never run a company before.
0: Well, the good thing about it is, is he's running AEW better than his dad's running the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, that's true. I mean, <laughs> that's not
2: hard to do. Us three could run a program better than that, probably. Right. Uh, you two on creative. I mean, go, go. But, but, I mean,
0: well, it's ninety percent him. I promise. I think mean, mean, 90's a little
1: low, but we won't talk about that. Wow. Um. So I think you know. So go. So WWE, while one thing they got down is, they don't care who you are, if they see that you've lost division, you're not meeting what they your their expectations, or if they think that they're just paying you too much money, they're gonna they're gonna release you.
0: The one thing you can't do in WWE, is be like Bray Wyatt, and rock the boat and come back here and think that that you're that your your skillet holds more than what it does, right? Yeah. I mean, because a, a part of the problem with him being released was that he didn't like the direction of his character and he didn't want to do this and he didn't want to do that. You ain't telling Vince McMahon what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. He he can't. Now, I mean, yeah. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Undertaker,
1: Undertaker, John, Undertaker
0: Cena. John Cena, those guys can be like, no, I'm not doing that. But Bray wasn't that guy,
1: and and you and 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 Bray's an interesting topic because you talk about how the hope is, and you're still holding that hope it's that coming. every week that it, he's it's coming. I think it's more likely he signs with Impact, and I think it's because he'll have a little more creative freedom yep. with Impact than he. I mean, because ultimately, AEW do the wrestlers have more creative input? The answer is yes, but Tony Khan still has the answer to Turner one of the big things about not having a TV deal necessarily is you don't really have anybody to answer to. So you can push the envelope. A little Which further. is why
0: I think that uh, Paramount would be great because if you put them on Paramount plus, well, they can do whatever they want to do. Cause I mean, there's a few episodes on that, that I watch and there's no holds barred on Paramount plus. Right. That's for sure. Right. They so, don't care. So
1: <laughs> what do you think is one thing, Adam, that AEW could do differently that would either A turn them in a more positive direction or and, and B get more fans. Because, and I say that because their weekly show, their flagship show, is still, on average, under a million yeah. viewers. You know, they want to talk about being competition. And I think that argument is is not valid because I, th- I think they truly are competition. But the numbers don't suggest that. So what's one thing they can do
2: to improve that number, you think? For one, if I'm Tony Khan, Tony Bloney as you call <laughs> him, <laughs> I go straight to Turner and I'm like, quit yo-yoing. Right. Put us on TBS, put us on TNT, keep us there. Right. Because they'll go weeks on TNT on a Wednesday night and then for no reason at all, or NHL or NBA playoffs, three weeks, they're on a Saturday night. And Saturday night. Most people is not watching wrestling. Well, they're going up against the best college football <laughs> the best of the, uh, the day. Best college football of the day, prime time matchup, right. everything. So that's what I would do first is make sure to talk to Turner. Second, I would just keep my mouth shut and focus on everything that you've got going on. Like you said, Sean, you touched on the uh, creative part. It's Tony Khan the guy. He might not be, but he's got Arn Anderson. He's got Tully Blanchard. He's, he's got Sting. He's got guys there. He's got guys there that know how they can go by. Right.
1: Well, I mean, he's got guys. Sting and Arn Anderson were on WCW when they were kicking WWE's tail. Yeah. I mean, for a year and a half almost, kicking their tail. Yeah. And it's like, we've been there. We've done that. And and, and you touched on something interesting. And, and and part of the reason I call him Tony blown. it's like, and and it's and and it's the media's fault. Like I know it is because anytime he's in front of a microphone, they always ask him his opinion on WWE. And 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 of course okay. he he wants he wants the, he wants the soundbite. Yeah. His he's, answer should be, I don't care about the WWE. Like yeah. they're doing them. Let me tell you about what we're doing. Yeah. Not. I mean, he came out and said that basically. What was the comment he made about people? Sign, if you sign a contract with a. WWE, it's only temporary because they're not going to. You uh, anyway. He was. He was. He was popping off about all the releases mm-hmm. and stuff. And I don't. I don't care about, because in a few years you have 160 people and you're going to be cutting people loose. Uh, Rants do. Right. really I. And 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 uh. And it's interesting. And and we've had this conversation. I can't wait until the first AEW guy leaves and goes to WWE, it's going to
2: happen. It's going to be Brian Cage. It has to be. Well, <laughs> Brian Cage has WWE Vince Man
1: written all over Vince him.
2: Vince loves the big guys. He's not being used. It's got to be him. I, th- I think you're right. I think it's
1: going to be yeah. Brian Cage. And But when that door's open, yep. and then it's not, because r- right now it's all one way. It's all WWE guys that are leaving and going. And then, you know, because you know the first time Vince gets one of the AEW guys, he's going to give him a push. Because he's going to show, oh, look, well, you're not being used there. Watch what I'll do with you here.
0: And a guy like Brian Cage, even though he's not a great wrestler, he's strong and has the look and stuff, they can put him in the right programs with the right wrestlers to make him look like an absolute monster. I bet
1: if Brian Cage were to sign with the WWE today, I bet within six months he has has a title. I
0: don't know if it would
2: be the world title. Damian Priest. Him and Damian Priest, what do you think? Could he go? Oh.
0: Yeah, Damien's good. Yeah, Damien's really good. He's very underrated.
2: And 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 you
1: know and you look like a guy. You don't think Cesaro and Brian Cage would be a fantastic program? And Cesaro's one of these guys. Seth Rollins. So Cesaro's one of these guys that I hope gets the opportunity to go to AEW or Impact and show what he can do. He's I don't know who he's, he's
0: made He's not mad. underrated, he's
1: underutilized. He's underutilized. I don't know who he's made mad and or or why Vince is holding a grudge against him. But he's one of these dudes that never has been able to get over. And and all I mean anything he does is is great. He's great in the ring. But he he had that one program of Roman Reigns here recently that that Roman ended up going over because we knew Roman was going to go over. And he's Done. I mean, at least put him back with Sheamus and do the bar again.
0: That was the best. That was the best for both of them. It really was.
1: I mean, for all the and, – and, and as we said, we didn't want this to ever come off like we were just cramping on AEW because AEW does a lot of things right. I mean, they have the corner – mark. you know, they, they have the market cornered on fan interactions. I mean, Sean and I say all the time, WWF doesn't give us reasons to care. AEW's good about giving us reasons to care. Mm-hmm. You know Daniel Bryan's promo where he turned heel told you why you should care. He said the night, and I mean he made the crowd pop when he said the night after I won the world title at WrestleMania, of course the crowd went berserk. They booed him on to all get out. And he said I defended the title the next night. I came ready to defend the title every time I was on TV. You come out in cowboy boots. Like, listen, if you haven't listened to that promo, Go back and listen to it. Like it is textbook how you turn heel, without actually turning. Heel. Like it,
2: it was in Hangman's hometown, right? right. Virginia, right? I mean, I mean state. And and, and and
1: and and of course, the fans start booing, and he said, "Of course, Virginia fans start booing." Like like he he takes he, he he bashes the fans. He bashes like it's fantastic, and so they they obviously have that. They, they They have guys that know wrestling. I'm afraid with the continual signings and and I mean they're not done because I, I, they're, they're going to get some of the guys that have just been released in the last two in the last two sets of releases and we all think that that uh, Kevin Owens is going. that's where his buddies are. Uh, I think it's going to be an Adam Cole situation, and I think that's just where he goes. I mean his contract's up sometime January. early early January yeah. um, so he'll have 90 days. No, I guess if his contract's up, he won't. He he can right. he could debut you the next go. week. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, he may be the first guy that Monday night he's on Raw. Wednesday night he shows up on Dynamite. You can tell that everybody, everybody that's there seems to be friends. One of my biggest worries for him is that can only go like eventually. We gotta do business, and if you're all buddies, it's gonna be hard to do. Make some tough choices and do business with people that you're oh, all buddies with. You said, well,
0: go. Rent's going to be due. I mean, he, they cannot roster 180 people and do what they're doing. Not not <clears throat> traveling. I mean, they're... I mean, heck, they only do five pay-per-views, I, too. So, yeah. or, or, is it four? They I thought do, it was five. They do four
2: pay-per-views a year, and it's on Bleacher Report. Who's paying 55 bucks on Bleacher Report for a pay-per-view? Right. I don't. I'm an AEW fan. Right. I don't pay that. Right. Well,
1: I think the last pay-per-view... We all three talked about going in and buying it, and I think that'd be the only way that I'd be able to do it. Yeah. yeah, I also think, and I think it's coming, I look for them to have a streaming service. Once they have a streaming service, that's going to open the doors. In terms of numbers, you're going to be able to put programming on your You're going to take it off of YouTube. You're going to put it on your streaming service, and you're going to be able to open doors for more talent. to, to, to you, You'll be able to see more talent. Um, and I do think that's coming, but... Uh, when that comes, and you know, we've talked if Impact, AEW, New Japan even would go in together and create a create a streaming service, even if it was 20 bucks a month, like you're getting access to all three of them. I'd be all about that. They have lots of positives. They are competition, but they have a long way to go to reach WWE level.
0: I mean, think they're more along the lines of just another destination than they are competition right now. And, 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 they're another yeah. choice. They're yeah. another choice for the fans, and they're another choice for the wrestlers. You know, and and I've
1: said this all along: AEW doing some of the things, getting fans to pop. I feel like if WWE did the same things, they would get crapped on.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like the American Top Team. We've talked about it, right? American Top Team, Inner Circle. If that's WWE, they crap all over it. Uh, people are turning off. All on Twitter, everybody's going crazy. If Arn Anderson makes the Glock comment on WWE, <laughs> they're
1: they're talking about him being a senile old man and he needs to be taken out back and put down. And like it's it, yeah. you know, Sting. Listen, I love Sting. You met you met Sting at uh, at uh, Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Sting's gonna be at WrestleCade. Yes. Yeah, and I don't want to see Sting in the ring.
0: I actually asked him if he was going to wrestle, and because I asked him, I was like, "Hey, are you? I know you're going to wrestle, Cade. Are you going to wrestle at WrestleCade?" And he goes, "No." I mean, he
1: he was brought in to get Darby Allen over,
2: but Darby was over. That's the thing, though. You got guys like Arn, and you got guys like Sting. There's a guy I work with hadn't watched wrestling in years. Yeah, he he was talking about it one night. He's like, "I I watched something and." Sting is walking around with this dude that's got his face all painted. That's where Sting comes in handy, right? He's a legend that ties you to this new right. product, right? But yeah, it's time. It's time for him to go to the back, get on creative, get back set. Right? I
1: mean, because he has a lot to yeah. give.
2: Well, you know, here here's a guy.
1: Where's Christian been? I know he was tied in with the with the Jurassic Express and they were doing the Super Click thing, but he was just in the World Title picture just a month or so ago. He was the impact champ. Yeah. Like he took I, it off Kenny Omega. Right. And I think I think he has lots left to give in the ring. Yeah. Um so and, and and he's another guy. So so not only your homegrown talent, but then you guys you bring in like Christian. If they bring Kevin Owens in, if they bring in uh you know Killer Cross, Killer Cross and Kevin Owens are going on TV. So then that bumps guys like Christian even further down, and then the guys you know your Jurassic Express and guys below Christian are going to be going to be in the same boat.
0: What AEW could possibly do with Killer Cross and Scarlet, I think that would be amazing. I think they
1: go to the Impact. I, uh, they
0: probably do, but they feel like they would get the proper treatment on AEW. I
1: mean, because Scarlet came <clears throat> from Impact; she was right. she, she was doing Impact stuff prior to her coming to the WWE. Yeah, while. <laughs> It's funny because AEW is kind of to the point now where they're hemorrhaging talent. They have so much talent. It's the same spot that WWE was a few years ago where they literally have so much talent, you have guys like EC3 who are reduced to being in backstage segments holding a red solo cup, and it's the only way that he he could get on TV, which blows my mind. How can a guy as talented as EC3 not get on TV? So they're almost to the point where they're hemorrhaging talent. WWE's almost to the point where, I mean, 38, did you say 38 guys on Raw? hmm You got a three-hour show. You got 38 guys. Like, that's pushing the limits of maybe not having enough talent.
0: Yeah. Which is why, you like you said last week's episode, you know, a Raw episode had 18, 20 minutes of, of wrestling on it. I mean, last, last week's Raw, when the 24-7 title was defended in the ring, and Reggie lost, there was no less than 12 guys and Dana Brooke in the ring as soon as that match was over with, including Jinder Mahal. So, I mean, that's where we're at with Jinder Mahal. He was our world champion not too long ago, and now he's been reduced to running around chasing For the 24- 250
1: days. Yeah. Now we're and chasing
0: listen, the 24-7 title.
1: I'm a Jinder Mahal mark. Yeah. All right? People crap on his world title run, but it was effective for what the WWE wanted. He beat Randy Orton multiple times. I think Jinder Mahal is really good, but he's also underutilized because it goes. I mean, but with only thirty-eight guys in three hours, you need to get develop and it and it starts with something AEW does really well: develop storylines that people
2: care about. Right. That's another thing with AEW. I like. Four pay per views a year. I really like that. <laughs> Why is there a need for what is it, WW- Money. <laughs> Twelve? Right. Yeah. Well they do a
1: monthly pay per view.
2: Every month you've got a pay per view. How invested are you in most of them?
1: Well, I mean, and that's we've talked about it. Is that so Survivor Series, that was just blown. that was just a blow off pay per view. There were no storylines there. You have day one on January first. Later that month you have Royal Rumble my guess is the, the matches you see at day one are going to be very similar to the matches that you see at Royal Rumble because they're not going to have that much time to change storylines.
0: Yeah, and there's no there's no pay-per-view in December. And then <clears throat> October was Crown Jewel, which is, you know, nothing really ever happens on that.
1: The, I wish the WWE, and I don't think any company needs to do more than six pay-per-views a year. That's one every two months. And if AEW gets up to six, you could even—Heaven forbid—you have to work with each other. But let's alternate months. WWE has a pay per view January. AEW goes February,
2: and and like that's how the that's how the like why why can't we do that? Well, when AEW first started, their big thing too was WrestleMania week. We're not doing it. We're we're not doing anything. Well, and, because we know we we don't have your attention, right? So why why couldn't they work together like that? There's no reason. they January, gave... April, guaranteed WWE. Balance. Right, and and then so so you know what
1: what was the what was the first pay per view for AEW? It was uh, All Out, All no, In, All In, All In. Yeah, that's kind of their flagship pay per view. So whatever month it's like, okay, we're going to give you this month. I'm I'm not running a pay per view the month that you're running All In. Not doing it.
0: Unlike Vince in the Survivor Series. Uh, creation where he purposely Sabotage. sabotaged uh, Starcade.
1: I think if if Vince holds on to the company and does not sell, AEW hangs around long enough. I think we see a day that that forbidden door is opened, and we could see a day that they. I don't necessarily know that they're going to work together, but they acknowledge each other and they coexist. Like, hey. There's enough talent for us to do our our things, and 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 us all profit off of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, AEW has said from the get go, Monday Night is Monday Night. Raw. We're not trying. We don't want to go up against Monday Night Raw because they know that there are those people that are programmed that are going to watch Monday Night Raw regardless. Just tradition. I mean, Just tradition. What is
2: it like? Thirty years or something? Yeah, with Monday it's Night a, Raw. Nineteen ninety three. So yeah, and. I, you get in that habit. We humans are creatures of habit. creatures of habit. Now, they, they so talking about titles.
1: WWE needs to get, scrap the 24/7 title. It's mm. trash. Yeah. Okay? They also need to sc- combine the women's titles and give and there's one world champion. I'm okay with a I'm okay with a secondary title. Finally, they need to get rid of both tag team titles. There needs to be one tag team title. Yeah, because there ain't that many tag teams. And, and if you wanted to, you could even, that's in a way to incorporate NXT. You could have the tag team titles defended on all three brands. You could have the women's titles defended on all three brands. Because realistically, there's three women's world titles. There are two sets of women's tag team two titles. Two sets of women's tag team titles and three sets of men's tag team titles. There's too many titles. On the flip side, AEW needs to get rid of this their secondary women's title.
2: Yeah, the TBS, it's going to flop. It, the roster's not deep enough. It's not
1: deep enough. So, again, if you want it, I wish they would have taken that title and and created
0: the six-man six man title. They yeah. have enough
1: factions. Bring the six-man titles in.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I, you know, I can't believe they didn't do that.
1: And I also can't believe they didn't throw back to... The NWA days, and the the TNT title they didn't name it the television title. Yeah, which essentially is what it is. Yeah,
0: I wonder if Vince owns that with the WCW thing.
1: But that was an NWA title, so I don't know. I guess it would depend. But Vince and Vince and AEW have 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 worked. I mean, over trademarks and stuff. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> this is sounds goofy Vince gave Cody his last name back yeah.
2: he ha,
1: he had Rhodes trademarked yeah which goes to show you how smart a man Vince McMahon is he's like no I'm gonna trademark Rhodes you can't use your life I, I can't use my last name that's like you going into work and be like do I tell you that we've uh, we've actually bought the name Muncie so you're just Adam <laughs> you're just Adam you it's like I can't, I can't use my last name. Well, I'll just
0: go without a mark then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I think they they swapped uh, trademarks. I think uh, the WWE got Bash at the Beach trademark, yeah, and something else in return for giving Cody his last. But like, so like we can work together like that. And, and I think Triple H has a good relationship with Cody. Um, I think and. I don't know that Cody and Vince have a bad relationship. I think Cody felt like he was underutilized, and I think everybody who has a pulse agrees.
0: I think Vince and Triple H and all those need and desire and appreciate that there is a little bit of competition out there. I think it competition makes you better. Right. I mean, I don't know that we're getting better, but, you know, from – Royal Rumble through SummerSlam next year, I'm sure it will be fantastic.
1: But, if you think about it, you said competition makes you better. When AEW's still not ahead of you in the ratings, Vince, as egotistical as he is, doesn't see AEW's competition.
0: Yeah, they're going to have to get closer. They're going to have to be get, pulling that 1.1 plus million. I mean, they're
1: prob- they're at least going to have to consistently take over Raw. And it...
2: And, and, I think they gotta get close. I don't think they take it over. I don't know because
1: because I think Vince
2: is he's like
1: well I mean look what they're doing pal they're they're still not able to yeah I'm throwing I'm throwing 18 minutes of wrestling out on a three hour show and I'm still outdrawing them yeah but close would help but I think if they overtake Raw consistently and they inch closer to SmackDown numbers I mean SmackDown drawing 2.2 million on a Friday night is ridiculous.
2: Well, as long as they're on Fox, it, yeah. it's probably going to stay somewhere in prime. Right.
1: Because and it goes back to what Sean said yeah. that even in the the deepest holler in West Virginia, you can pick up Fox. Absolutely. With 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 your antenna, Bubba may have to go put aluminum foil on the rabbit ears and and hold on to it for two hours, but you're going to be able to get Fox. So, I mean, so those numbers are probably going to, probably going to stay.
0: Right. Uh, but I I think it goes back. And I know we're running long, but I mean, we you know, we'll wrap up here in a minute. But a lot of that goes back to what we talked about earlier in the show. The creative on AEW has to take a step forward. Right. And that means that I think there needs to be a Bruce Pritchard type guy that's, that's, that's right below Tony.
1: Just as long as it's not Vince Russo.
0: Right. Well, I don't I think I don't think Vince anybody Russo. wants Russo or Bischoff. Nobody wants that. Right. Right. But think about But there this. has to be somebody out there that I mean, what about Ring of Honor? I mean, they just closed the doors. Is their creative guy not available? I, well, mean, I mean,
1: can you imagine? This is just I mean, we're a we're a fantasy booking what if show. What if Paul Heyman? Became that guy. What if he left Vince and went to AEW? He's got the mind. Yeah. And I think Tony's smart enough to say, here's the pencil. Take us and go. Yeah. And, you know, part of that is. I think they
0: need to they need to call Bully Ray. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bully Ray would be great. He, he would be. He would. And I think it's just a matter of time before Bully Ray's involved with AEW.
2: Maybe that's what they're doing Mark Henry for. They brought Mark Henry in.
1: Well... And and Mark was one of these guys that told Vince, he said, I think I'm capable of more. Yeah. And and he said and Vince told him, he said, then go. Like, I want you to. I want you to go and, and, and he said, and when and and when your contract's up, expect me to call you back and tell you that I want you back here. And that's how it should work. Yep. Like and 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 I think more oftentimes than not, us as fans want to create something that isn't there. We want to create these this animosity and these hard feelings. And, and just because somebody leaves WWE automatically means that they hate Vince McMahon. More Most of the time you hear that it's the opposite. Not many of them hate Vince McMahon. And, 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 you know, because a lot of the time Vince has given them a lot, like made them very wealthy. One thing I think no matter who's in charge of AEW, they have to do. and And, and I have to say this because I know you're a huge fan is, you know, they have to take a page out of John Calipari's book, all right? Oh, my gosh. And, you know, right now, and and, and Coach is the same way, R- right now they're playing 10, 12 guys. Come February, March, they're not playing 10 or 12 guys anymore. Seven, eight. They're down to seven, eight guys. And these are the seven, eight guys. That, listen, you're just a part of the team. So you can either be a part of the team and sit at the end of the bench and make make my guys better during practice, or you can leave. Those are your options. And that's kind of what needs to happen with AEW is that they need, and and maybe that's what they are doing, and people have just so put off with the WWE that they're not going, they're just, oh, we're just going to ride this out. But they need to have a meeting and say, you know, these 50 wrestlers are our core people, and we're riding them. You know, if one of them goes down with an injury, next man up, we'll pull somebody in. But unless that happens, these are the guys we're riding with. And I know you'd love the John Calipari uh, reference. You just had to throw that in there. I mean, you know, I mean, but not every, but of course, I guess, to use another John Calipari reference, if Tony Baloney wanted to, he could run two
2: platoons. <laughs> How'd that work out? <laughs> I mean, it made a, they got to the final four. Participation trophies.
1: I mean, you know.
0: That's funny. Had they not
1: run two platoons, Duke wouldn't have won that national championship because they'd have beat Duke in the finals. Not a
0: chance. They would have. Not a chance. <laughs> well, that's an interesting way to end the show. <laughs> we we, we talked about college we talked about college basketball and last week we talked about fantasy football. So maybe a future podcast there. Corner to corner presents Sports Central. I've done said the
1: From Corner to Corner Sports Desk is a podcast waiting to happen. <laughs>
0: We gotta get to the point where we're making money off of this one so we can quit our full time jobs and just do let's podcasts just, all the time. Let's
1: just be like the WWE and we'll just or Conrad Thompson and we'll just continue to throw out stuff. We'll just continue to throw yeah. out Eventually <clears throat> something's gotta stick. Something, we're just throwing stuff against the wall, see what sticks.
0: Right. Right. So Well, I think I think these two shows were were pretty solid. I mean it was it was some good content. Um we didn't really have a format of how we wanted this show to go. Yeah. But I, I I enjoyed having Adam here. I do too. Hearing a, a different side of the aspect. It's really funny that once we get to talking to him, he really kind of sees a lot of the things that we see. And and I think that's kind of cool. And I it's think that's probably one also, reason why he likes our show. I think he
1: also <laughs> realizes that, like, I don't just want to crack. Like, I enjoy some things to do. I don't like. Tony coming out day one and saying they're not going to sign all the talent. Yeah, right. And then I don't like, you know, I mean, so we're getting to a point where a chief complaint with WWE is, well, the talent's not being utilized. Well, we're getting ready right to a point where that's going to be said about
0: aw yeah. And you team. know the thing about it, The people that are saying that, if they saw these numbers right here, they'd have the same reaction he had. Wow. I had no idea. Right. You I know, mean, it's because you don't realize there's 127 people could, on there. They could
1: half both those numbers and not lose anything. Yeah. Yeah. But you think about it, unfortunately, with only with only two shows in town right now, when they got rid of half those people,
2: they have nowhere to go. Yeah. And, and that's the thing Tony didn't realize when he made that statement that right. you hate. That's like an outsider right. looking into a job that they know nothing about. Right. Hey, I think we, we're we not going to do that. Well, and because he never thought
1: when he made those statements that nope. he was going to have the chance to sign Punk or Daniel Bryan or Adam, Adam Cull- Cole. Listen, those three guys, you cannot blame him at all for signing those guys. If Kevin Owens comes available, go sign Kevin Owens. Yeah. They're really good. Why are we signing Bobby Fish? Yeah. Why are we signing Kalisto? Yeah. You know, like, we don't need these guys.
2: No.
0: No, I agree. I agree. So, some solid content, for sure. Adam, we really appreciate you coming on and spending all this time with us.
1: Oh, it was great. And not not only did he spend time with us, he got our very first prototype t-shirt.
2: That's right. And I will wear it with honor.
1: (laughs) It uh, It is a high honor that has been bestowed upon you.
2: With great power comes great responsibility.
0: <laughs> nice, that is true. Nice, awesome. Well, guys, I really enjoyed this. I think uh, I think we put some good content out with these these two hours of of uh, show, and I look forward to doing this again. You'll, this will not be the last time that Adam Mark Muncie is ever on Corner Corner, but I will say the next time he's on
1: the show, I hope. He's talking to the reigning, defending fantasy football champion, me.
2: Not likely. Huh.
0: Listen. You forget that uh, Darren's still in the league. I mean, he's still lucky. so
1: His luck's going to run out
2: eventually. <laughs> Starts this week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Last <damn>. week. <laughs> It started last week. Last week is when it started. (laughs) You you done forgot. (laughs) I beat him
1: so bad, I forgot. He's reliving it. That's how bad
0: it was. That's so funny.
1: All right, we'll send us out. All right, we've got to thank our sponsors. We're going to thank Darren, since we've already talked about him. We're going to thank Darren's Dashing Dinners and Computer Repair. We're going to thank Crouch Family Bakery, Breadclaws. He's slinging bread daily. And, of course, Heiners, the Excellence of Execution. In terms of white bread.
0: Guys, we'll see you next week. Stay safe, friends. up today's episode. We want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Without you, none of this is possible. If you haven't had a chance yet, please go out and leave us a five-star review on your favorite platform. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at From Corner to Corner, on Twitter at Corner to Corner PC, and on TikTok at From Corner to Corner. You can always reach us on Facebook or on email, corner to corner PC at gmail.com. We love you all and we'll see you next time.